0: thanks for downloading this episode from teachers talk radio you can find the full schedule and listen back to all our shows at ttradio.org enjoy the podcast
1: Just Finance Foundation proudly sponsors Teachers Talk Radio for Talk Money Week. Join us from Saturday the 4th of November for a week of incredible guests and thought-provoking discussions on how teachers can talk about money in the classroom. Tune in, be inspired, and empower the future generation. Teachers Talk Radio, sponsored by Just Finance Foundation. Helping children manage money wisely. Visit our website for the schedule and details, justfinancefoundation.org.uk.
2: Good evening and welcome to Teachers Talk Radio. It is Wednesday, it's 7.30pm and we are halfway through Talk Money
0: Week. This year's theme is Do One Thing. Do one thing when it comes to financial education. And we've had some shows already. Um, We've had a show from me actually, um, talking about loot boxes and skin betting. Um, And we had another show as well um, with Hannah Wilson um, earlier in this week as well. We've got two more shows this talk money week. We've got tonight's show on credit unions. What's the difference? And then tomorrow night with Hannah Wilson. It's also at 7.30 p.m. We have got a wonderful show looking at access to financial education, looking at SEND learners and PIUs as well. Tom Rogers, over to you. Good evening. Um, Thank you for that. Um, Yeah, really enjoying the content so far. Um, I've myself have learned quite a bit um, up to now about money and finance and financial education. So it's been it's been really interesting, and and I'm sure tonight will be will be no different to that. Um, The title for tonight's show is Credit Unions: What Is the Difference? Um, And again. We've got fantastic guests. Um, we've got Ravi Ravindran, who is the CEO of the Lewisham and Bromley Credit Union. He's going to be joining us imminently. Um, he's been involved with the sector for over two decades as a trustee of a number of local charities. He's also worked in investment management for the post office, and he's been working with Lifesavers and Just Finance Foundation and the schools that they support since it started almost 10 years ago. So that's Ravi. Um who's going to be one of the guests. And we've also got Danielle, who is from uh, the Just Finance Foundation, and she is a financial education delivery coordinator. I think one of the things from the shows that we've heard so far this week has been really the there's two things for me that have come through so far. Number one is the importance of financial education, the importance of knowing the value of money that sounds ridiculous but the sort of fiscal responsibility side of it and students really sort of understanding that money is worth something um and that's probably the wrong phrase I, i know what i'm trying to say um but it's been something that i've sort of thought you know how can we inspire those conversations how can we talk money with students in a positive way so this week's been been great in that regard um i can see ravi is here and um, i think hopefully this will be danielle um, danielle are you there if you want to there you go
3: yeah hi hi tom yeah that's uh that's me i'm here. excellent
0: <laughs> good evening um the second uh, that was my point one um from this week was that and my point two was new information for me as a teacher because You know, when I've done PSHE lessons and stuff like that, and it's come up to topics involving money, well, sometimes it hasn't even been there, let's be honest, on the PSHE curriculum, or you haven't had time to get to it, or it hasn't been one of the pressing things. When you do get to it, quite often, a lot of these actual intricacies of financial education don't necessarily come up. So for me, I've learned quite a bit um, from the shows we've done so far. On Saturday with Tom, and we had a show, with hannah the first show with hannah and hannah's got a second show tomorrow night so yeah it's been been really good um so yeah hopefully we can we can connect ravi in a minute um but denise can i ask you oh uh, danielle sorry not denise i don't know why i'm calling you
3: <laughs> that's okay <Denise>. i'll accept <laughs> um, but, I mean,
0: it's a nice name but i don't know why i'm calling you well, lovely. Um, danielle can you just introduce yourself a little bit more to listeners about your story to date and how you got involved with the Just Finance Foundation?
3: Yeah, sure. And, you know, it's really great to hear that you feel like you've really learned something from the session so far. That is, that is the aim. Yeah, like, don't worry, it's mine now, will... so we'll learn nothing. As the last well.
0: two <laughs> sessions were brilliant. This one's just going to be like a write-off, but carry on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.
3: Um, yeah, so uh, my background is um, I was a teacher secondary teacher um, and I mean totally resonates what you've said about when it, it it arrives on your door about having to teach about money it's sometimes the resources aren't great sometimes the resources uh, don't fit with the class and you spend so much time putting it together to fit to fit it it's just exhausting um, so actually having something that is easy to work with is our aim um, and hopefully it, it you know is effortless for, for the teachers
0: so um, you go into school Danielle yourself and you deliver these financial education programs right? No, or, no. You, or you just support schools to deliver them
3: yeah so the aim is that the, the teachers know uh their students the teachers know their classes so for us um we create the materials and we train the teachers so that they feel confident to deliver it Um, And hopefully that's come across in the last couple of sessions as well, um, that that is obviously the aim. I mean, today we're going to talk about um, our savings clubs um, and hopefully Ravi is uh, ready on point to kind of step in. Um, and start talking about the, the credit unions. But my role is, is basically to uh, recruit the schools, um, to uh, get the teachers inspired and um, make them want to deliver our resources into their classrooms and and obviously helping them feel confident that it's going to make a difference because that is ultimately the end game.
0: Just while we're connecting, Ravi, um, can I ask you a question, Daniel, which is more an overarching question, which is, <laughs> what is the biggest like with the students when it comes to money what would you say the biggest challenges with their understanding of money what do you think the bit I don't want to use the word problem but what what do you think is (laughs) the biggest sort of thing because for me like I touched on this in my intro for me it might be sort of fiscal responsibility and the sort of value of money and saving and stuff like that but I wondered what your you know what's your take on that
3: you know what? Honestly, at the moment in 2023, I think for teachers, the biggest thing is to try and teach children about money when all they see is digital money. Um And I think that is a really big concept to try and, you know, get across. So the teachers are starting at, at ground zero. They're starting with coins. They're starting with plastic coins. They're starting shop role play, that kind of idea, which is brilliant um and then at some point probably towards the end of the primary school they're starting to go well hold on a minute we need to show you um, that actually cash isn't that common at the moment um it's not going to go it'll yeah. never go but it's not that like mm, I don't think it will um purely no. because there are people in the world who don't trust digital money yeah. um and there yeah. are people in the world who just don't want to use it so actually i think don't think it'll ever go um but uh, yeah, no, I think that it is, it is one of the biggest problems uh, that we try and address as well. I mean, our Milo's Money game does try and uh, cross that bridge, which is awesome. And hopefully in the future, we'll have funding to develop more resources that will heard, do I've so as well.
0: The, I've heard people mention this Milo's Money game a couple of times. Mm. Um, can you just very briefly explain what that is? Because no one's, I haven't heard anyone actually explain it. I've heard a lot of people talk about it, <laughs> but I haven't heard anyone tell me what it is yet. What is Milo's Money game?
3: Yeah, of course. And I don't want to, you know, go into this too much detail because Not- obviously we don't want to take up Ravi's time. But um, yeah. mine is, basically, One is Money is our Key Stage 1 Early Years resource. And the um, it's got a lovely book and the game is online and available for anyone to play. Um, basically, it's a little quick game where Milo does some shopping for his mum. But what you've got is you've got a Dino Pence card which is kind of showing that digital money aspect, but it's also got the coins there. So you can see that there are coins, that there is value to the card like straight away. Um, And I think that that is is really quite valuable to try and help bridge bridge that that concept.
0: Brilliant. Thank you for that. Now, we've got Ravi here. Ravi, I have sort of introduced you before you arrive, but do you want to introduce yourself to listeners first?
2: Hi, I'm sorry I had a bit of a technical issue. No problem. Joining you guys. So uh, my name is Ravi Ravindran. I'm the CEO of Lewisham and Bromley Credit Union. So we operate in the boroughs of Lewisham and Bromley. We have about 15,000 members. Uh, we have uh, member savings of, of about approximately same 15 uh, million. Thereabouts, and our loan book is about eight million at the moment we just recently merged the local credit union and another local credit union so we're much bigger than we were say 3 months ago
0: well listen
2: ravi I, I need to ask
0: you the question first which is the most obvious thing which i've been sort of asking myself for the last two
2: weeks um what is a credit union uh-huh. aha <laughs> so they say they say it's the it's the most you know well kept secret in the world <laughs> Uh, So credit union is basically a financial institution, Uh, the closest relative would be a a, a building society, so it's it's basically a member-owned organisation run by members, for members. The the commonality is that they will have a common trait, so either they live in the same area or they will have the same profession, for example, teachers, for example, could have a credit union, postal workers would have a credit union. Our common bond, for example, is that people who live, work, or study in Lewisham or M. Bromley. It also has um, some ethical issues, the ethical um, uh, traits. Like it's not for profit, so any money we make, we distribute back into members' pockets. Yeah, and it also has a cooperative structure, so it's, you know, it's based on cooperative principles. Um, you know, credit unions are across the world; uh, every single country will have a credit union, and it's based on cooperative principle. Strong customer focus, member focus. In fact, every single member, every single member is an owner because basically, you know, they have shares in the credit unions so or they become an owner if you like. Um, and very much focused on financial services to helping people uh, to have that more financial inclusiveness as well because some people in the digital world struggle to kind of manage that. So, you can know... you tell
0: me, I mean, let's say I've got £100 now. Mm-hmm. Do, I, can, do I use a credit union instead of a bank to save that money?
2: Absolutely every time. Okay.
0: First of <laughs> all what, can you explain why then and what the
2: difference <laughs> right. is? I okay. can. Okay. First of all, you've got to find a bank, first. <laughs>
3: that is yep. a very fair point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so in our case, we have five branches within the locality. In Lewisham, we have four branches. We have more branches of the credit union than any bank in that locality. Okay, that's just one reason. Yeah. Apart from that, apart from that, we are very much customer focused. You know, we have we if for your hundred pounds, um, we will probably you know for one-off payment of four pounds. That's a fee we charge. That's yeah. the only fee we ever charge. We won't charge any further fees at all. Yeah, you have access to savings. You have access to loans. You have online facilities. You want to transfer money to whoever it is. You can do that through us. Yeah, um, you know all the facilities the bank might provide, uh, and more. And we, what is more, is we are an ethical organisation.
0: So can you can you just you've mentioned that a couple of times? Can you sort of explain? Because I was going to ask you like about the role in the community of a credit union. But can you sort of tie that in with what is the ethical element to this, to a credit union? If, if you like, Tom, I can. Uh, I yeah, can take if you want to jump in there, that'd be great.
3: Yeah. So, um, I mean, one of the reasons we chose uh, to work with credit unions as opposed to banks, I mean, with nothing against banks, but it was their links with the community.
2: So, um, yeah, we, we work collaboratively with the local um, people, local members, uh, local schools, um, um, social landlords. Uh, we we are kind of uh, not-for-profit. So because we are not-for-profit, we are able to um, um, support anyone who needs financial support within the community.
0: Got you. Got you. Okay. So why do why and how do credit unions work with schools
3: yeah no it's fine I mean I've worked closely with Ravi for the last couple of years and um, he's he's been amazing Um, you know the credit union that he um, works at is supporting I think in its peak was about a dozen schools Uh, we've obviously dropped a couple where various things have happened Covid being a really big one but um, what we um, were able to offer quite well throughout the country at one point was uh, a savings club, which, okay. basic, which basically was giving the schools opportunity to uh, encourage the children to save a little bit at a time, uh, you know, as much as they could afford and as often as they could. And um, the the children would hold an account through the credit union. Um, which was obviously, uh, well, and still is, uh, an amazing um, offering that we can that we can have, um, and uh, Ravi supports that. So I mean, he's been amazing. I believe at some point he even went into schools and did assemblies and things like that, um, which was was really great. And um, if credit unions are in the areas that schools who join up with us. Um, uh, then we can offer that as well which is um, a really really lovely thing and it means that the children have an account that they can okay. take away with them when they leave the primary school
0: okay um, so does is that like a it's almost like a, a child bank account sort of thing exactly but with the union.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly that and then when they're 18 obviously that becomes an adult account but um they can take that that with them um so they are they can watch their savings grow from when they're in primary school all the way through and it's theirs and I mm. think that's what's really valuable it's theirs they can take ownership of this okay um so yeah I mean I don't know Ravi if you're if you're back in
2: oh, I, am. Uh, I don't oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> it's okay
2: <laughs> sorry you asking me why we are in schools is that right yeah, yeah I, was just, I was
3: just filling in a little bit there Ravi. I don't know if you caught what I said, but um obviously you work you've been working with us for a, for a number of years so
2: yeah and then the key elements are um there is currently there's hardly anything in the curriculum, so financial education in schools are very important for the young people, you know obviously they grow into adults and instilling early savings habits. Would obviously, stand, you know, will be good for them in the future. Um, and um, teachers, you know, educators, working collaboratively with them, setting up savings club, and also young kids, um, they're about 9, 10 when they start these clubs, and they become responsible, and they become, you know, they act like mini-bank managers, mini-cashiers, and things like that, so a little bit of work ethics get involved there.
3: I mean, Ravi was, was talking on uh, there about the, the roles that the children take, and it's super cute. So yeah. um, they, they interview uh, for their roles as the student cashier, which is adorable, yeah. um, which gives them that like experience of um, an interview process, which you don't normally get until you're at least 16, if not 18, um, which is amazing. And the teachers go through this process. I mean, there may be some selectivity, depending on, <laughs> on the teachers. <laughs> um, but it's nice that they get to experience it anyway. Um, mostly it's your fives and sixes. So those kids who are like, what, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Um, so the older ones.
0: The older but what ones do get you mean by times. that? You mean like some of them play bank managers and stuff?
3: Exactly that. I mean, you're <laughs> laughing, but it's fun, isn't it? It makes that whole process fun. It gives them practice of um you know calculating it gives them that responsibility which for some of them is so valuable they they love they lap up responsibility don't they I mean children of all ages lap that up but um it's it's definitely really really great um to do it when money's involved as well obviously teachers are present adults are present sometimes parent helpers Um, and they are there to check it all out to make sure it's all the right amount and that kind of thing but um, it's really nice to give them the opportunity to do it.
1: Just Finance Foundation proudly sponsors Teachers Talk Radio for Talk Money Week. Join us from Saturday the 4th of November for a week of incredible guests and thought-provoking discussions on how teachers can talk about money in the classroom. Tune in, be inspired and empower the future generation teachers talk radio sponsored by just finance foundation helping children manage money wisely visit our website for the schedule and details justfinancefoundation.org.uk okay that makes sense
0: and with regards to the students i mean how do they how do they respond to that are they sort of like do they see it as a laugh or do they see it as something quite serious or you know how do they
3: it's super serious i mean they get they get ties and badges and sometimes t-shirts i've seen all sorts on on the schools it's really amazing and the schools go all out and it's brilliant um so you know they they like it because as i say it's that responsibility um it's also them taking ownership of their own savings um and giving the children that chance i mean yeah, OK, parents can make a savings account for their child and they can put money in and everything, and that's lovely. But actually giving their children the opportunity to do it, even if it's only five pence, it really doesn't matter. It's it's a chance.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, th- th- that sort of leads me on to my next few questions I was going to ask, which were around why, why should we, in the world we live in today, encourage children to save? We we seem to be living in a world that's, so, well, probably much more so than it's ever been of spend, spend, spend. I mean, you know, I, I can't think of a time that's that's probably more geared towards that. So how, why should we encourage children to save? And yeah.
3: Yeah, it's, you know, it is the question, isn't it, really? You think about why encourage the children to save because like what do they have to save for i suppose is the next part of that question but actually i mean i think ravi said at the beginning it's instilling those habits instilling those lifetime good habits um it's been mentioned before there is research that has been done about these skills these habits developing before the children get to 7 so you know that there is research out there that suggests that this is really really vital to give them and the practice as well as you know as i said if even if it's only 5p it's the practice of doing something regularly what is it something like you have to do something seven times or something for it to become I, maybe it's more than that yeah seven times like before habitual. it becomes routine something yeah it's it's mad isn't it that there is a there is a thing it's probably more than that i'm not even really sure but yeah Yeah. no and and I think getting the children to to save encourages them to do this later on in life um and when it's important because as you say we are a bit of a spend thrifty nation at the moment um I do feel a shift I don't know about you I do feel a shift
1: yeah
0: um in what sense well,
3: well In the fact that you've obviously got um, things like energy becoming more expensive, mortgages becoming, loads of just general adult things becoming more expensive. And I see on social media, I see lots of tips about being frugal. And uh, I see lots more people feeling comfortable with secondhand items, clothes and toys and things like that. Um, You know, the charity shops are heaving. Um, where people are are in and out and it, it, you just kind of think actually maybe people are starting to think people are making their own bread, maybe that's because it's cheaper, it, it, you know I don't know Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean I, I don't know is the honest answer for <laughs> like, You probably know this much more than I do, I mean yeah sure on an anecdotal level I think yeah, I mean um, you, you're probably right um, on, on an anecdotal level, it'd be interesting to see like if there was a a national survey on, I don't know, on habits around saving and spending I mean I'm sure there is we just need to find it but um I, but a I recent think, one I mean a very recent yeah
3: no I think there probably is and and I mean annoyingly research like that doesn't come out for like three years after the actual no, this event
0: this is what I mean so, <laughs> and plus we'd be really only looking in the last few years wouldn't we so, yeah,
3: yeah yeah and but you know even if there isn't it's it's important because I mean as an adult you know that it is things happen like your boiler breaks or you need something fixing on a car or you've got to buy something for your children, like, I don't know, school uniform or what have you. So those little things, they need money. Those things that – that's what children are are trying to develop those habits for. They are getting that routine, getting that um, into their system, I suppose, is the right thing um, for their futures, really.
0: Like, you mentioned the, the teachers um, who it's sort of there. I'm interested in their role in that scenario. Like, do they, because obviously you've got the credit union, you've got the savings clubs, you've got the, the students with their own accounts and whatever, saving money, which I, I love that idea, by the way. I think it's amazing. Um, so what role does the teacher play in that? Like, do they facilitate that? Do they, what, what, what do they do? Yeah,
3: done. absolutely. So uh, the teachers, I mean, there is a teacher who we generally call our champions because we think it's okay. a really lovely name. Um, yeah. But the teachers. Well, why are...
0: didn't you call me a champion when we started? Well, I days?
3: mean, if you if if you like to be a champion, you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So the the teachers um, they are there to obviously make sure it runs smoothly and make sure that there is the money that goes in. Goes in the right places because, I mean, that would be disaster. Let's just kind of yeah. pop that that one there. Um, but they are, you know, sometimes they have their own accounts and they kind of save a little bit alongside the children, which I think okay. is really sweet. Yeah. Um, it kind of modelling, isn't it? Modelling that behaviour that
0: yeah yeah yeah,
3: um, which is really nice. Um, is. They're there to train them. They're there to uh, show them what to do, uh, give them confidence. Um i mean what what do teachers do apart from giving children confidence to to be themselves and to be better and you know to to learn so uh that is um that is really important for them,
0: yeah, and what about so i mean how so the actual structure of this program like what age does this start at you know the savings clubs and the this sort of the kids having their accounts and checking in on the accounts like what when does that start and sort of how to school start it, if that makes sense. Like if I'm a teacher now, I, I am a teacher now. Let's say I'm teaching this class Friday. I want to start doing this and I've got students who are aged from, well, I teach in an all through school. So, you know, you've got primary, you've got secondary. I don't teach the primary kids. Thank God that would be like <laughs> awful for them and me. Um, but, you know, but let's imagine, you know, primary and secondary students, like what age can they start doing this?
3: yeah I mean, it's obviously at the moment we are limited to where there is a credit union, yeah um and as Ravi said, um they the credit union works um people can can join if they're within a particular area um or they have a particular job, or I was speaking to somebody the other day, and there was one link to a particular religion. So you know, as long as it's linked to um, whatever the common, I think it's um, common bond areas. I think that's the term that the the credit unions use. Um, so if your school, let's say for example, Tom, you did decide to teach primary school, if your if your school was signed up to our Lifesavers program, um,
1: yeah.
3: and you were in an area where we had a credit union that supported uh, our program, for example, uh, Ravi's credit Re- union in, in Lewisham, um, we would arrange. With the credit Union, so we're kind of like the middleman, if you like. We yeah. would arrange with the credit Union to get the um the accounts ready to go. Um the schools would send out the obligatory paperwork to the parents and families yeah. to say, Would your child like to be part of our our savings club? Um, This is what you need to do. La-di-da. There'd be perhaps an assembly to introduce it. um, um, And then the the schools would advertise for the cashiers and and that. So they get themselves all set up. That's cool. Um, Yeah, it's really lovely. And the system that we have, which is really nice, is an online system. So they can actually use a tablet or a a laptop computer um, to to plug in uh, the, the amounts. There's also um
0: when you say plug in the amounts what do you mean by that sorry
3: so the system is set up it's kid-friendly and basically it's set up so that the children can say right well fred today has brought in 20 pence i'm going to put 20 pence in click it attached to their account and that will go that will ping through at the end of each session the teachers would obviously assess that and make sure that it was the right amount in the right person's account yeah. Um, and it would and it would go down as a paper record as well. So you've got like lots of options there of, of it, uh, to make sure that it all goes smoothly. Got you. Um, and and most schools would run that once a week. They'd run okay. it before school because that eliminates the option of the children losing that money. Um, so yeah. it goes you know straight into the account. Got you. Um, and then what the schools would do, and a lot of schools run it so once a term. They would arrange with the credit union to have a withdrawal date.
0: Yeah, it would
3: all be pre-arranged, so letters would go home, yeah. and the credit unions would be notified so that cash could be on site. And who um, deals
0: with that? Who does those letters and stuff? Do, do, that, is that?
3: That would be the school. It's a little okay. bit of paperwork, obviously, but yeah. um, once once it's into routine, it's it's not too much. Got you. Um, those would then allow the credit union to know how much is being withdrawn and then obviously that can be given to the child at the end of the day so uh, this is where you know those student helpers that run around the primary schools that's where they come in handy
0: yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so what do they do go on
3: (laughs) So they would they would deliver that that last uh, you know that last withdrawal to the child at the very end of the day, or maybe the children would come into the classroom and collect it. One of those options um, would 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 happen, or maybe other options. Those are the ones I've come across so far.
0: Okay. Um, well, anyone who's listening back to this, um, or, or anybody who's just started listening, maybe halfway through or whatever, we're currently talking about um, credit unions, what they are, and how schools and how students can set up their own accounts as part of savings clubs that are sponsored by credit unions and supported by the Just Finance Foundation to then have their own, almost their own savings accounts, put real money into them, correct me if I'm wrong, even if it's 20p a week or whatever it would be, and then see the results of that over time and 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 so on. Is anything I've is- said incorrect there?
3: It is a real it is a real account, uh, yeah, Tom. I think that's you know that's what's really important about this yes. and, and, and valuable because that link with the credit union means that it is an official account. So um the child is saving in an official protected account. It's theirs, it's theirs forever, um, until they decide to to you know take it away from the credit union. But even if they leave the primary school, it's still there.
0: That's amazing. And in terms of like the interest on the accounts, presumably they'll get something (laughs) like, will they get anything at the end to say like, Oh, I've put, I don't know, a pound in and I've got two P more or something.
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm obviously not the keeper of interest rates in yeah. in, in the in the credit unions, but we I would. A rabbi
0: back. Where's Come on, find We need to ask what the interest <laughs> they make. But I would imagine if they're putting in like 20 million yeah. or something, they might. But there there must be some sort of something well, at the end. I'm guessing.
3: That's it. I mean, I I know my daughter has a an account with um, a community bank. Um, and I know that the, the interest rate on children's accounts is normally higher than an, uh, an adult one. I believe that's something to do with it being uh, slightly tax-free. Um, so yeah, I you know, interest rate, uh, Bank of England style determined. Um, yes, they would potentially get um, uh, interest from it, which is is a really good offering. So um, I think that is is really nice, and you know, for them doing it in school it is practicing um i mean even even some of the the role play that schools can do where they are using shops or even playing banks i, I don't know if that's a thing that schools do um it's it's practicing and and doing it for real with the savings club it's real money yeah. isn't it so it's all it's all really really valuable to the to the children handling money as i said at the beginning money cash in hand is getting rarer um i mean how often do you use cash to pay for anything when was the last time you paid for anything in cash tom
0: um the only thing that i currently can there's two things i can possibly think of that i use cash or two things only and you imagine like 20 years ago it was probably like 100 um yeah. would be uh one would be shopping trolleys
3: Oh, yes. But then do you not have the tokens?
0: No. I, yeah. I mean, I I, could, I don't, but I, use, <laughs> I still use a pound coin for a shopping trolley because I feel good. like I'm like 90 years old and I'm called, I don't know, Ethel or something, and I roll up there with my one-pound coin. It's the only thing I've got in the car that is relevant to is, is a one-pound coin.
3: I do the same. I keep one in my car just yeah. in case.
0: <laughs> so that's sad, isn't it? Um, and also uh, Mersey Tunnel.
2: I still okay. use it
0: for the Mersey Tunnel occasionally. I throw £2.35 as it is now in there um, okay. for that. But other yeah. than that, I don't think there's anything else that I can think of that I specifically use cash for. I would welcome comments from anyone listening. Um, yeah, it is rare,
3: way. isn't it? I tell you, I did use cash the other day. Um, I'm very sorry. I had a two-day library fine. Take my uh take my, my hat down there. Um and I and I, I use cash for that because they don't accept card.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I would imagine libraries might still like I actually disagree with you about the whole cash thing, you know. I do think we are gonna move to the extinction of physical cash. That is an
3: interesting, yeah.
0: I think cards we're obviously still gonna have credit cards and cards and all that sort of stuff, but physical currency
3: yeah i mean there are many places aren't there that say we are now cashless like you know yeah. there's a few restaurants that are saying we're now cashless many of our schools are saying we are now cashless um which in some situations has uh, caused a problem with the savings clubs because they're like mm, we're cashless um so you know it 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 is a thing there's lots of people saying that but then there are definitely people out there I've you know met people who have said I don't I don't have my money in a bank um I don't trust them."
0: Miss Miss H teachers has just commented saying I still use cash when I go to the chippy so yeah Um, I mean do, do the students have 20ps knocking around like what do they like do they have when they bring the money into school to put into their account do they like where is that is that money because i'm trying to think back now i obviously when i was a kid it was very common to have like 20p 50p yeah. whatever 10p you know is that the same now i don't even know like I'm, yeah i, don't I think know. so yeah.
3: i mean it's it's easier for a, a a relative to to give children physical money isn't it um because children don't often have, I mean, I don't know what age children are getting phones these days, um, but you know, they don't often have digital money, I'm going to kind of throw out there. Um, no. So, so how if you were like a family member and you wanted yeah. to give somebody some money, even if it's a pound?
0: Yeah.
3: Y- you would do it in cash? Yeah.
0: Yeah, um,
3: yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I mean we play a a little transaction game at home with my daughter where we uh, open up her bank account on my phone and I say how much would you like and then she goes oh mommy can I have a pound please and I say okay right let's let's do that and then we watch it change on the on the account so you know do a little thing there and I think it's important to to get the children experiencing this sort of transaction get them experiencing bits and pieces like that and Yeah I mean it's nice like if you give I actually did a training today with a school and one of the the teachers said to me they said um, we were given 2p now I'm I'm not going to say anything but this possibly does say a little bit about the age of the teacher in question uh, 2p um, to go to the shop and spend it on whatever they wanted and they they loved it they loved the transaction I mean what you could buy for 2p at that time I don't know but um it's it's nice that idea isn't it and I think if you give a child 20p and you, I mean maybe 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 20p is too small but an amount of money and say go on off you go it's it's that confidence of going up to the cashier and saying oh, can I have this please as as uh, as a child
0: mm. No, absolutely. I mean, the, the importance of it is, to me, very obvious. Um, I, th- I think, do you need to go, Danielle, in a couple of minutes? I think possibly you do. Um, so I've got like a, one or two more questions, if, if that's OK. Just Yeah, yeah, off. carry on. Um, so my, my sort of, well, my, my last question was going to be, which you've all sort of answered, but in a nutshell, is how a school or a teacher can, you know, if they wanted to tomorrow in the easiest way obviously i'm guessing they need to check if there's a credit union in their area but presumably they can contact like the just finance foundation for example and say i'd like to have a go at this savers scheme and then yeah, you could no, get the ball rolling that way potentially
3: yeah definitely that's you know um we have coordinators uh, scattered around the country because of this lovely world of online working so uh, for me, I'm Southwest. Um, we've got um, Emma, London, Southeast. We've got Paul across the middle, Haley and Sarah up north, uh, and they they are you know the area representatives. But basically, there's a there's a team email account, and if they ping yeah. us a message, someone to get back to them, and we will we will make it make it happen if possible. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge in some places because, yeah. I mean, Ravi did mention that he's absorbed another credit union in the area. Yeah, Some of them have struggled, I think, with lots of people doing their banking online and, and various bits and pieces. I, I don't know if that's the reason, but um, some of the credit unions have struggled. So we have uh, lost a few, which has been sad. But hopefully we've got a few more to pick up. Um, I've had some interesting conversations with one in the southwest, so that's quite nice. Um, and and hopefully we can kind of get it rolling. And and we'd love to offer it. This was
1: mm.
3: when Lifesavers started um, way back when, uh, with the initiative from uh, Justin Welby. It was one of the things that it was part of. It you know the the savings clubs was one of the, the initiatives that yeah. um made it special and it still does because it's still something we can offer just not everywhere at the moment which is unfortunate.
0: Does Justin Welby ever retweet you on your <laughs> like, I... no, occasionally, occasionally
3: yeah. <laughs> he
0: followed you. So I was like, why doesn't Justin retweet you? Come on. Come on. You're listening okay. to
3: I think he's a pretty busy guy. Um, he's a busy got... guy, but
0: in between you know, in between <laughs> the press all he has to do is click that finger down click retweet come on, come on i would listening. i would
3: say he has a team of people who do things so uh yeah occasionally yeah, we do get yeah. get uh, get the support but um mm. it's nice to know that if we ask nicely he does give it to us no, so it's I, I was
0: in just that i mean it is fantastic <laughs> that he he is supporting that initiative because it is a really good idea and it is I, like i i can tell you that a lot of the students i've taught down the years even at secondary level you know like year sevens i can think of would have benefited greatly from something like this you know it really would have made a difference to them in their way of thinking about money and finance in a very practical way rather than just telling them i'll save money because it's the right thing to do and it's good you know this is very practical and you know i wasn't expecting if i'm honest to get through this this conversation come out the end and be thinking oh that's something new you know to me i haven't come across this before so it's something new to me so i'm sure it'll be new to to many people um and that you know i think it's something that that is well worth more people knowing about you know
3: it definitely is and and what i would say is that even if schools can't take on the savings club because there isn't a credit union in their area we would still encourage the classroom Uh, role plays and the resource we've got many resources talking about saving and so i would definitely still encourage uh just inspiring the children to save because i think that is 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 one of the things that is so valuable about financial education in the classroom is getting those good habits in for the children setting them up for the future whether it's breaking cycles whether it's continuing old ones whatever it is um, i think it's really really valuable for them
0: Amazing, Danielle. Listen, thank you so much for talking to me. I really found it interesting. Um, and yeah, we'll touch base again soon. Um, thank you. Keep up the good work and uh, and yeah, good night.
3: Thank you so much for having us, Tom.
0: <laughs> Brilliant, thanks, Danielle. Bye. That sure. was Danielle Hunt from the Just Finance Foundation, um, who she delivers financial education programs um, to support schools across the UK with the Just Finance Foundation. Um, What a really interesting scheme that is. Um, Really, um, I I can imagine how engaging it would be. Um, If you want to find out a little bit more um, about that scheme, you can actually visit Just Finance Foundation at justfinancefoundation.org.uk. Now on their main homepage Uh, you can contact them, of course. Um, You can do that. You can uh, have a look at the work they do. You can check out the Lifesavers schemes that they run. You can support them by donating to the wonderful and valuable work that they do. You can also contact them about the scheme we've been discussing in the show today. At the very foot of the page, there's a Contact Us button. Click that. Go in there and you've got the email there that you can contact anybody from the team and yeah and see if you can set up your own savers club it's certainly something that i would do if it was available i'm going to have a look am going to see if there's any any credit unions in in bolton or greater manchester that that run this because it's it's really interesting and uh, yeah i hope that you you yourself listener Um, have heard the value in in what we've discussed. So with regards to this talk money week, uh, we've got one more show left, which is tomorrow evening. Um, That is with the wonderful, the amazing Hannah Wilson, uh, who is presenting that one again. If if you missed her previous show, that one was on Tuesday. I'm losing track of the days here, Um, but I think it was on Tuesday with Hannah. um, And she was it Monday. Hang on, it was Monday. Oh, my God, whatever. It was earlier in the week. Um, Go on, Tom. It was Monday. There we go. See what I mean? Um, But Hannah was on, and um, Tom was on on Saturday. So if you want to listen back to those, all you have to do is go to the TT Radio website, ttradio.org, click on the Listen Back tab at the top, and then um, you can just look on there, scroll down. You'll find those shows. So, for example... We've got Innovation in Financial Education, which was Hannah's show. Um, That's on the top row there when you go on the Listen Back page. And then also we've got Why is Financial Education So Important from Saturday. We're going to be sharing all of these out with all the subscribers we have. um, So you can actually listen to all four of the show, all four parts, if you like, of our specials on Talk Money you can listen back to them all. Um, we'll send an email out to everybody so you can access them all very easily. Uh, another big thanks to Danielle. Shame that Ravi couldn't join us. Maybe he can join, I don't know, maybe he could join um, with Hannah. Maybe we can sort that out so he can come back. Um, I don't know. We'll, 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 we can see, we can see. But thanks very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back soon again on TTR.